are live eric butler we are live this is real welcome back to unauthorized opinions uopod.com like share subscribe it's pure propaganda and it's super cringe by the way an unopened can of orange soda just chilling <laughs> in the parking lot i was like yeah i gotta vote for trump dude it, it's great here a lot of fat chicks and a lot of screaming <laughs> your podcast f- sucks it's mental mate when i was 17 I drank some very good beer. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We are back live and in effect. Eric Butler, myself, Andrew Chapados, <clears throat> uopod.com, patreon.com slash uopod. Welcome, everyone, from Rumble, YouTube, Twitter, all the audio listening platforms. It's not abundantly clear that we're on Getter right now. I'll continue to criticize this platform because I don't Twitch. understand it. You always forget the Twitch. By forgetting her at this point. Is there something on your mic? Is there something on my mic? Like a little piece of lint or something? Okay, there we go. There goes a bunch of fluff. So much to get to today. We've got Jada Pinkett Smith versus Tupac in a sense. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Some crazy Sam Bankman freed allegations from his ex-girlfriend. The troll of the Upper East Side, I'll call her. And then... Clayton County Commissioner, where is that story out of, Eric, before we get to Jada Pinkett? Georgia, I believe. Georgia? Uh, I believe in or around Atlanta, I believe, I think. We're going to find out. But for now, you know, the slap heard around the world. Will Smith, Chris Rock. I'm still not entirely sure it was real, Eric. The way he moved when he did it, it was kind of like a professional wrestler. But... Assuming that it is, she is his wife. That is a Jada Pinkett, 90s movie star, who has alopecia, I guess. Name two of the movies. The one with Queen Latifah, where they're Robin Banks. What's it called? I don't know, but that doesn't mean it wasn't good. <laughs> it was good. Well, I just, you know, we can't. Was she a star? Was she was she one just... of five black women used in those types of movies, yes. Just as there was, you know, that that guy who is a detective in all the movies, you know. I, I don't know that guy either. And <laughs> I could probably, I mean, just off the top of my head, I could name two of the movies, which I guess technically would make you a star, right? If you get two two movies what is that is that a fancy car outside or something? I live next to a road where there's just a stretch here. Where everybody thinks it's their time to shine. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I guess uh, as I'm thinking about it now, yes, two movies would make you a star, I suppose. So I think she's trying to desperately stay in the news for some reason right now. She had mentioned that she was shocked that Will Smith referred to her as his wife when she slapped Chris Rock because they've been separated for six years or something like that. We all know that she slept with her son's friends, which is really weird because she's probably what are at least late forties, early fifties, like Will Smith. And she's sleeping with her friends, the friend of her son in their early twenties, whole family is crazy, which is like some porn hub type stuff. Am I wrong? Like it's some Michael (laughs) Jordan, Scotty Pippen stuff. Hot mom bangs. (laughs) What the hell is going on? You guys are despicable. 
Jada Pinkett Smith claims Tupac had alopecia, kept it secret due to stigma. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. this is what this is something you claim um, thirty years after the person's death, almost, so you can stay relevant or so you can get in the news. I guess she might have known Tupac at the time. What is this piercing going on through her ear? This uh, is like a hypodermic needle. Jada Pinkett. Wait, hold, hold on. Go, go back up. <laughs> go back up. Like just. Look, I don't, this is, without sounding like a complete and total jerk, like, she looks like movie-level evil, bro. Like, she looks like, like, does <laughs> she not look? futuristic leader of an admiral spaceship fleet. Yeah. The admiral of a spaceship fleet. Yes, yeah, something's not, like, something's just not looking good, bro. Just, you know, surface-level <laughs> ad hominem attacks. It's like, dude, you look like, yeah, you're about to destroy the fleet of... <laughs> I don't know. All right. She's been uh, sucking the energy by via psychic vampire powers out of men for many years. So maybe that's why. I mean, if she was with Tupac, I don't know why she she's claiming Tupac's bald look was no coincidence, nor was it a fashion statement, rather just straight up hair loss. The actress's latest revelation comes courtesy of her People magazine interview. We'll check that out. Right click. Which just dropped this nugget of news. Who's writing this, TMZ? Come on now. I get you got to write it somehow. Like, oh, TMZ. Oh, breaking news. And they're sit down with her ahead of Jada's new book. There it is, Eric. Um, Now, every time we see somebody like this come out with a stupid claim from the past, it's because they've got something new. One of our biggest revelations was, what's your face? Hawaiian former senator. Tucker Carlson's favorite Gabbard Elsie Gabbard when she was just saying all these things and then it was to drop a podcast oh yeah 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 revelations she says I don't think Tupac ever talked about the alopecia he suffered from going on to explain that his hair started falling around around 91 when he would have been about 20 shortly after he had famous run-ins with cops in NorCal right she adds his alopecia patterns were far from were far more extreme than mine. I don't think Pac ever talked about his alopecia, but he also looked really good with a bald head. But that was during a time and during an era that you wouldn't. He just wouldn't talk about it. I mean, I don't think there was this huge stigma. Around no, there wasn't. It's all, come on, give it a rest. Slap. Eric, something I struggle with, and I think many people struggle with these days, is our rose-colored glasses. <laughs> the stigma that, against alopecia. <laughs> yeah, that's what we all struggle with. Um, I was going to say our rose-colored glasses as we look back at history. Now, if you watch the Tupac movie, which was signed off on by his people, but people in his family didn't like it, showed that he wasn't actually a criminal. Many people know that he was an art student, a drama student, went to a good school, became an actor, and then he was basically acting his way into this thug, thug thing. He joined Murder, Inc. Records. And they were the real that criminals. Not it. Murder Inc. was come on. Murder Inc. Death Row Records. Jaw Rule would have liked that comparison. <laughs> but he joined uh, Death Row and they were the real criminals. And he basically turned a blind eye to that and sort of wanted to be, you know, thrown into that that mix. Same thing with NWA. You had Dr. Dre, who was a nerd on a keyboard. You had Easy, who was at best a weed salesman. And you had Ice Cube, who had nothing to do with any of that. And then I forget the other DJ they worked with, or the um, 
the other guy they worked with who ended up leaving. But none of these guys were real gangbangers. And even the F the police song, which I'm saying because we're 10 minutes in here, was in the reason they wrote that song was because their friends got arrested for shooting at people's cars with paintball guns. So they were upset that their friends got arrested for committing a crime. And that's where F the police came from. So I look back and I think a lot of these things are way overblown. And then I'm thinking of this during this story because Jada Pinkett was supposed to be this like hardcore, like she was in all the, the movies about, you know, living in the street sort of thing. Same with, uh, what's her name? Queen. Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. But these are people who are acting since then they're they're late teens. So for her to bring up this thing like, oh, there was a huge stigma around it because if there was a stigma, which I don't believe there was, it was because you guys were pretending to be, you know, hardcore that you couldn't talk about real issues. And that and I have a problem with her bringing up a guy who's dead 30 years later to promote a book that she's got. Am I wrong on that? No, but that's what she's completely despicable, bro. That and she looks evil. <laughs> that's why I bring, even like when when you look at the picture of her and that shiny bald head, which she's you know walking around in so proudly because we're we're battling the stigma or whatever the hell she's talking about. It's all absolutely ridiculous. And I think to your point about um, Tupac, who may or may not have been involved in the thug life, which he uh, quite obviously notoriously had tattooed on his stomach. Um, it did kind of usher in, uh, you know, like think about Lil Wayne or Chris Brown. Those were regular, you know, Lil Wayne's been a rapper since he was 16 years old, but it wasn't until he was damn near 30 where he started carrying around a red flag and talking, you know what I mean? Him and Birdman got into all the gangster stuff later. And Chris Brown started talking about he was a gangster later, uh, notoriously six, nine, uh, became a gangster later, which I never really understood it's like you wait until you it's like you wait until you blow up to start gang banging or does the gang i'm not here to to suggest that being in a gang cannot help your music career right i mean i guess it can especially when the entirety of the music industry is larger i mean everything is corrupt everything is fake everything is phony so i, I don't know but i guess my point is I think that was sort of the early days of rappers, you know, claiming to be gangsters after they had been big. And as far as Jada is concerned, I mean, it's just she's we we did this news cycle. What was it a year ago or was it even two years? It was a long time ago. The slap now about a year ago. Right. Am I tripping? So she has to bring it back. She has to double down on embarrassing Will Smith. She could have said we weren't married back when the slap happened, but she didn't do that. She waited another year to say that so she can sell this book. And it's all just completely despicable. And to bring it full circle, she looks like an evil woman in that picture. And it makes total sense what she's doing. She's a, a, a conniving, manipulative, power-hungry, attention-starved woman. I would imagine, and they say here in the People magazine story about how he started losing his hair after he was beaten uh -oh. by... Your fro oh, there we go. Okay. They say in the People magazine that he started losing his hair after he was beaten up by cops. Interesting. Oh, uh, yes. Those two together. The trauma. But um, what was I saying? 
Right. She probably sits down with a PR person, says, we've got this book coming out. What are some things that we can talk about? And Tupac's in the news. You know, you used to do Tupac. So he's in the news because they're trying to solve his crime. So do you have any stories about Tupac? And, uh, of course, uh, the slap with your husband had. But, but wait, he's not go, actually go your husband. The, the, go back to the, um, yeah, the oh, he was beaten by police officers. So a man that we know wasn't really a gangster was somehow abused by the cops. And they People Magazine here wants to, like, without fully connecting the two, they want to, like, subliminally say, like, the, the police are just so. It's well, like that's the, what her, she said. She's okay. the one who brought it up. All right, fair. Still, okay, whatever. Still, it's like, yeah, like, like we're still latching onto this narrative of, you know, like just demonizing the cops. Even though I would venture to say that the cops should be demonized from a completely different angle because they are, <laughs> in in large part, henchmen of corrupt politicians, right? So I would say we don't need these despicable, um, you know, yes men but for a completely different reason than the other people would say, we don't need them. If that makes sense for her to say. And she said, societal pressures, societal <laughs> pressures, <laughs> according to people magazine. The reason why it would not be talked about is because nobody cares. There wasn't a victimhood economy like there was today. And now she can say societal pressures and you're supposed to be like, Oh my God, this poor woman, this poor, filthy, rich woman who, happens to be bald because of this illness she has, but nobody actually cares because they understand it's an illness. So if you want to make some, I try to not make fun of people for something that they can't help. If you want to go ahead, but I'm not you, going to say that is a lie. You are. You what are, do I make fun of people you, think that they can't help? You are, I want one example. Uh, look, you is have, it obesity? Well, no, it's more of the, um, the special needs kids and special needs memes that I don't make fun of anyone for anything. <laughs> Eric's just mad because I sent him great content that we're not going to talk about. Okay. I took a picture yesterday. Oh, yeah. So did I. I took a lot of pictures yesterday. I'd love to. Where come. were you? I was in San Francisco and it's, it's, it's bad, bro. It's dark. It's dark. Yeah. It's they're, they're running out of light. No, I know what you're saying. Is it? I, I saw that you asked people about the border. Um, was there complete? Are, what I'm trying to ask is: Is there still complete wanton disregard for all the reasons why it's a terrible place in the world? One of the were certainly top five worst places in North America. Is there just a, an obliviousness that's still going on and still thinking that being super progressive is the right way to do it? Are these people feeling stuck there? What are they feeling about that region right now? Uh, well, I think the video you're talking about is actually a little bit older. I just had to go back through the archives. Um, but okay. I did um, I did in a roundabout way touch on the border. Um, and what, what's, what's strange is that um, the people who... Let me people know. OK, and obviously I have a point of view here and I have, a, you know, I have a perspective. So maybe I'm leading myself in the wrong direction. But it is clear that in the small amount of people that I spoke to, they they're, they're hip to what's going on. They are also admittedly scared to speak 
speak the truth, right? Like I talked to a fast food worker at Shake Shack yesterday who said that she would like to see Donald Trump back in office, but, you know, literally said, I can't tell anybody here. Like it's it's all absolutely insane. So I guess to answer your question, um, no, I think a lot of people I talk to know, they know what's going on. People you would think would be 100% in line with the establishment. I'm talking about fast food workers, old, you know, uh, lesbians from the seventies, like people that you would think would be, <laughs> would be completely on board with the insanity are like, you know what? We've had enough, which does beg the question. I've said plenty of times before, while I want to be happy that people I talk to see through this, it is bad that it won't matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody, I, I don't know how many times I have to say it, but the London breeds, the Nancy Pelosi's, the Joe Biden's of the world are not going to sit back and say, we've been outvoted. Everybody knows what we're up to. That ship sailed. So this is this is something way bigger and way, uh, way more sinister, bro. They're not going to they're not going to take their foot off the gas. They're not going to. Do you think anybody at this point in time is going to say, oh, yeah, maybe. um, Yeah, we, we went a little heavy handed on that. We should stop and and do something that people like. Nope, that ship sailed. So. I don't know if that answers the question, but, but people know, people know. They will never apologize. Justin Trudeau will never apologize. He won't step down. I don't know why he won't. Even the crazy Australian communist lady stepped down, New Zealand, sorry. They just voted in an alleged conservative. I saw yesterday. <laughs> I like how you say an alleged conservative. because Yeah, because I don't, don't know, know who he yet. is. He's just a conservative in name, apparently. And then in Louisiana, I read from Red Eagle Politics. He's saying that he's happy with who got voted in for governor in Louisiana. I trust his opinion for it to not be a rhino. So that could be something. But the people who are in power in the major population centers, you know, you get rid of Cuomo, you get Hochul, right? Yes. You get rid of Gavin Newsom. Who's coming after that? It's not Larry Elder. It's going to be someone even crazier. They fail up. And when somebody gets has to be removed for whatever reason, they have to be removed, which is usually something so blatant that it can't be ignored. They just say, "Okay, we're we're getting this person out. They're the worst person ever. We agree with you guys. We're getting this person out. Let's just slide in, you know, a racial identitarian communist in here. (laughs) Boston mayor is a crazy person. Obviously, London breeds a crazy person. You got these DAs everywhere that are fun. They're not crazy. They're evil, bro. This is a, this is an evil. Well, thing. I they use know. the word. I use the word crazy colloquially in the sense that their belief system and the things that they're doing are wild, insane. Uh, fair enough. Uh, I will say though, on the plus side, um, on the plus side, and I some people probably won't like this, but I. Without trying, I did not know that there was a free Palestine protest. I didn't know. I should have known. It's quite obvious, right? Like every well, we got anti-Semitic of you. We got to do a pro. We, I get out of the I get out of the train station, and there's thousands of people, uh, hundreds at least, of people marching around with their flags. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. this is not what I planned for, but let's see what they have to say. And yes, there are a lot of them who are there are a handful of them who are stupid, and they're just going. They're just marching to be marching and they want to be seen, but they don't want to be heard because they don't know what they're talking about. But there are some people that were without stepping on any toes and angering anybody. Certain (laughs) things they said did kind of make sense as far as eliminating funding for wars. I mean, it's very simple stuff, right? But 
everybody gets well, the up way long. I see it, Eric, is mm-hmm. very simple. Um, are there wars or conflicts in other regions that America might be in the interest of funding in some way, shape, or form? Like, let's go something completely off the map. If China starts invading um, <clears throat> Taiwan, or 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 um, what's the other one? If if they start invading places where Americans get their chips from, you know, there's a real interest in for America to arm those people and help protect them, whether I agree with the idea of war or not, which I 99% of the time don't, unless it's affecting, you know, our homeland. However, all that should be items six, seven, eight, nine, and 10 on the list. And numbers one, two, and three should be affording things in america the border how much are your taxes like before you go and fund the world and do all and all these endeavors and middle eastern wars and eastern european wars before you do that and if you have hundreds of billions of dollars to do that how about you spend half that much on homeless people and what and i know that's very virtuous to say but there's got to be something you can do there right giving money to hawaiian people because you guys messed up the infrastructure there um making subsidies for housing so that people don't have to live in either a townhouse or an apartment building in new york that that's forty five hundred dollars a month something like that securing the border building the wall putting armed guards on the border you know fleshing that whole thing out there are tons of things, items one through 99, that America could do with its money. Before I'm going to say fund, you know, uh, carpet bombs in the Middle well, East it and does, Eastern Europe. It does sound like, um, and I don't know, Look, I'm as one famous bartender once said, I'm not the expert on geopolitics, right? It's true, so I don't she know. didn't say that. But it does seem like America may be funding both sides of this war. It just seems like that. You could fact check me. I, I, I don't know. It seems like that might be the case. But my point is, on the plus side, there does seem to be, out of what the media will have us believe, there does seem to be a little bit of nuance. And even if I disagree with certain people, there does seem to be, they, they do, there, are, there is a group of people, a sect of people that are able to articulate their positions and not just be you know brainwashed mm-hmm. zombies like so if i talk to the palestinian protesters I, I don't really know what they're protesting like i don't maybe protest isn't even the word it's like a demonstration or so shows i i don't know but they have their points of view you, you can agree or disagree but then you i also talk to some and we'll move on to the atlanta story or whatever you got next after this but um uh, I talked to the notorious black Hebrew Israelites, you know, those, <laughs> yeah. uh, the Kyrie right. types and, and, um, you know, like, and as much as dude, it, it, I talked to this guy for like 15 or 20 minutes, bro. And of course I will, you know, completely take it out of context to turn into a 60 second reel because that's part of the job. But, um, he says, he says a whole bunch of stuff that makes sense. He talks about immigration. He talks about his stance on abortion. He talks about all of this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? You're dressed up very silly. You look like a Mortal Kombat character, but what you're saying mm-hmm. does kind of make sense. And then at the very end, he says, and you know, it's all the white man's fault. And it's like, dude, <laughs> it's like, dude, you had, you had me the whole way. And then you just point the finger directly in the like, sure. I mean, yeah, I guess you could say most like the, the political establishment is mostly white. So there is a level of corruption there, but let's not pretend that there's not a 
boatload of black people who are for better or for worse also probably being used like remember what it was two or three weeks ago that black lady with doing her you know neck roll and snap and her big louis vuitton pin talking about how much joe biden loves her, his kid and yeah it's all completely it's all completely despicable but i said all that to say that when you actually even in a place like san francisco that's completely crazy there's dope fiends there's trash it's all disgusting but everybody is not quite as stupid as i thought fair and I'll be sure to bring up the black Hebrew Israelite guy at the next white people meeting that happens. <laughs> <clears throat> now, I wrote about, uh, I, I feel compelled to write about Sam Bankman Fried's. Oh, she because, is just. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's getting lost. You know, Hunter Biden stuff is getting lost. The border is getting lost. All this stuff is getting lost in the fray of the news cycle. So I don't see too many people writing about it. Uh, the Epoch Times is writing about it. I'm writing about it. And I just want, like, I think it's important that people still know that this guy stole, this guy allegedly was partaking in things that were illegal <laughs> at the time. Um, so, Bangman Freed's ex-girlfriend, which you see there, Caroline Allison, crazy she, claims here that they she used is customer not deposits. very easy on the eyes. Jeez. Listen, Eric, as a person who doesn't insult people for things they can't wow. help, I will I not say that she is turned into a cave creature of some time, some kind. She's, I think she's like 28 or 29. He's 31 ish. I can't, I looked this up recently, but they're not that old. She you know, like some type of fish or something. In any, she's, I, it's gotten much worse for her. So a couple of the claims are completely insane. So basically what they're saying, Eric, is that FTX, which we knew took billions of dollars and, had these gigantic spokespeople, Tom Brady, Kevin O'Leary, all these people. Steph what Curry. Were, Steph Curry. What they were doing, they had their like sister company that she ran, that Ellison ran, his girlfriend at the time, called Alameda Research, and that was their um, hedge fund. So that's the thing that they give all this money to, and that's how they spend everything. But they gave them like a something like a $60 billion credit, and she's saying he directed me to commit these crimes of fraud, money laundering, and everything. She was getting paid $20 million a year in bonuses and, and bonuses in 2021. Wait, so she's thrown him under the bus. Is that what you say? Yes. So okay. all of the people that he had working with him are all now coming together to cut deals to make sure he is the one that gets punished. They are, they're all still facing jail time, but he is obviously facing a lot more. So... In previous court revelations, Alameda was revealed to have a $65 billion credit line with FTX, which eventually resulted in an $8 billion debt. So they were taking money from FTX because they were allowed to, and they ended up taking $8 billion, and a bunch of that was customer deposits. Now, this thing that they did was they programmed it into the FTX platform where even if the money wasn't there, Alameda was allegedly able to siphon out money. So they ended up taking out $8 billion. And then re revelations she recently claimed in court was that $100 million of that were used to bribe Chinese people, Chinese officials. And why were they bribing them? Because they put a billion dollars, allegedly, they put a billion dollars, allegedly, in Chinese uh, in wherever it was, they put a billion dollars of cryptocurrency. I don't know if it was in banks, in in uh, accounts, whatever holding companies, wherever it was in China, they had a billion dollars in there, and China wasn't going to let them get it out. It seems 
So they had to use a hundred million dollars of that to try to bribe Chinese officials. Another way they tried to get uh, the money out from these Chinese companies is they set up uh, accounts in Thailand under the name of prostitutes. This is what she's claiming that they're opening accounts in Thailand under the name of prostitutes. So it's really ridiculous. She even claims now, I'm not sure if I believe this part, maybe I should, if I believe the other part, but she said, when things were hitting the fan, he even tried to sell or he even contemplated selling part of the company to, you know, crazy places like Saudi Arabia's crown prince. So this is all all this stuff that's going on behind the scenes when they say everything's fine. We're taking care of your money. But actually what's going on allegedly is that they're using the customer deposits to pay off their loans. They also said that they were using all this money to. uh pay politicians so they use uh, allegedly use 5.2 million to donate to biden's campaign and then eric another 70 million to election campaigns i don't know what i just did there i i clicked on the wrong page sorry about that according to time magazine more than 70 million was donated to election campaigns along with another 40 million to politicians and committees ahead of the midterm so he's spending Allegedly, of course, we have to keep saying that it's an ongoing lawsuit, but allegedly over $100 million on politicians with, you know, Bill, Joe and Sally's money. And so the the simple way to to to, you know, frame this, Eric, is that people are donating money to FTX. They're saying, hey, Alameda Research, you can take all this money out. And then Alameda Research is saying we're going to give it back to you to pay off your own loans and debts and make political donations. So it's allegedly this huge wish washy way of just taking billions of billions upon billions of dollars. And he gets to do whatever he wants with it because technically a different company is taking it out of his company and then they're just loaning it back to him. Does that make sense? So he's taking all these, no, none of this makes it's all <sighs> well, like that's what they're doing. I'm saying if I'm explaining it, what they're doing properly, they take the f- the funds from customers. The other company loans it from FTX and then loans it back to Sam Bankman Freed so he can donate it to corporations, politicians, politicians, all the while the money's not actually there. Yeah. Oh, so we're back to a long running theme of this show, which is, of course. Everything's fake. Everything's fake. <laughs> Everything allegedly. Fake. <laughs> so the Patriots are in control. And um, and do we, do you, I should say, think that he's going to face any real consequences? What's the worst thing that could happen to SBF, in your opinion? Obviously, I think the worst thing that happens to him is he gets sentenced to like thirty years in a slap on the wrist prison, and then he gets out in a couple. I think it's the worst thing that happens to him because, you know, and, and, officially and, he's facing life in prison, Eric. And uh, shout out to this guy, bro. Like, I mean, you've got to be one hell of a salesman, right? Like to build up this completely. I mean, he's he sold something, right? Whether it's his weird little, you know, dorm room uh, persona and his sloppy haircut and T-shirt and all that stuff, whatever it is. Um, but. He was able to pull something off that very few people would would be able to do. Uh, notably, they had their 
logo on the side of the Miami Heat building. I mean, this is just through the roof, but it's always a little bit too good to be true, right? It, of course, um, of course, reminds me of uh, Elizabeth Holmes, right, who had been scamming people for, I don't know, the last decade or wh- whatever she was doing with the Theranos thing. And then after however many years, she finally gets a little slap on the wrist and she's probably at some resort prison. I don't know if that's worth Google searching, but she... I wonder where her scam stacks up. It's probably I don't think it would be as quite as big as this one. Maybe that's something to look look into a little bit further in detail. But um, all of that said, it's highly unlikely that any this this guy's going to have almost a Hunter Biden level of armor around him. Like he's too deep in with these corporations. He's do too deep in with these politicians for anything real to actually happen to him. Which of course, last thing here. Um, also remind you of the fact that Hunter Biden, as we've known, it's not new, uh, will constantly have his charges dropped. You know, they're going to some some mainstream outlet is going to report that, oh, Hunter Biden's getting indicted and, and getting indicted. And then six weeks is going to go by and they're going to say, oh, yeah, charges dropped and then move on and nothing's going to happen. So he's not at that level. SBF is not at that level, but close. What I think happened is, and of course I have no evidence for this, this is all hearsay and conjecture, Your Honor, but what I think happened is somebody thought, like, this guy, this huge nerd guy, he's got something here, we can pin everything on him and get away scot-free. So everyone made money off of this guy, and all all the money's just gone. They're not getting it back. So you get this guy to do all this crooked stuff, allegedly, and... You get a hundred million dollars in donations, mostly to Democrats, wherever you wherever that money may have fallen. You know, these big time celebrities get their payout. And the money's just gone. And then instead of him saying whomever told me to do this is is to blame, you get all these kids. They're not really kids. They're 30. They just are thinking like children. There was a co-founder. There was another guy who worked in their Hong Kong office and Caroline Ellison. They all point the finger at him and say, look, he's the blame. It's like in The Simpsons when they set up Bart to be the mob boss. It's like (laughs) a little bit of extortion, a little bit of this. The kid had his fingers in everything. So they just blame everything on this guy. And then all of a sudden they can wash their hands of it. Billions of dollars are just gone. Canary Burns. The money's never coming back, Eric. Everybody got away with it scot-free except for these like four individuals who were in charge of it. So and if it's because they're too stupid to realize it, that might be so. And I can imagine a situation where this guy is coming to Sam Bankman Freed, whomever he is, or group of people, and they're saying, Listen, my name is Canary M. Burns. I represent politician X and business and Y. And they would like it if you did this. And then as soon as things start going bad, he can he would be like, I don't know who this person actually was. There's no actual tangible evidence that I was. Everybody can always say I was. Everybody can always say, oh, I was a victim of this crime, too. I didn't know. That's that's kind of how this thing works. It's like I was a Tom Brady, of course, is going to be. And look, I'm not sitting here saying that Tom Brady is not a victim, but it's like, Doug, you're you're worth a billion dollars like. Do a little bit of research, right? Whoever is head of the um, the Miami Heat or whatever the, it used to be called, FTX Arena, like so, do, snap out of it, you absolute clowns! But uh, who 
clearly, whether whether it was SBF or somebody who is faceless and nameless behind the curtain, obviously, some we're on talking about like Bernie Madoff type of stuff here. Like somebody had to know that it was going to collapse, right? Like you didn't you didn't start the, like you had to know it was going to happen. If it was it was a scam from the start, it didn't just get to a certain point and you're like, oh no, we've lost control. No, this was a scam from the start. Allegedly, allegedly, I don't know. Like, did when this whole thing started, did anybody there? Okay, I shouldn't say anybody because there probably was people who did were people who didn't know. But the people at the top had to have known that this was not going to end well. They knew it was it was a scam from the beginning, and that that's I guess that's the the evil part for me. And this is. Apples to oranges, perhaps, but think about California and Los Angeles County right now. They're having an issue hiring police officers and they're giving they're making DACA recipients. They're making illegal aliens, basically police officers now. But there's a catch 22 because those illegals can't carry guns. And it's like. You knew you mean to tell me you got this far and then said, oh, whoops, like you knew you knew this from the start. Like, how are you pretending now that like, oh, whoa, whoa, we didn't know, bro. You, we're talking about billions and billions of dollars and you're pretending, oh, whoa, it was him. It was him. No, doc. Somebody knew. And if it's me, I'm throwing all of you guys away. I, well, they don't they don't them, want me to be in charge. I promise you that. The guy who worked in Hong Kong, whose last name is Yadija. I think it was Adam, but I don't recall the first name of the point at this point. He's the one who said that they were using customer deposits to pay off loans. And once he found that out, he got out. Of course, this is what he's going to say. I had no idea. But he said it was wrong when they started using customer deposits to pay off loans. So if Bankman Free really knew what was going on, he truly was a mastermind. Then they're saying that, you know, he's taking loans out. I don't know why when you have, I don't know, a billion dollars to your name. Why are you going so deep and deep? Do you think the money is just going to keep coming? But once exactly. you start taking the money that is coming in from people, therefore their money is no longer in this little system where they're making money off of it. If you're just if the bank's just taking your money and saying that it's still there, that's when everything starts to break down. You know, once the once the fake money comes out and it's just a number on a screen, like the housing market crash, which is probably coming again, that's when things start to go wrong. We'll move on to big Arnold. What are you doing? You can't say this. I don't believe anything Arnold's saying personally. Like, I don't think he actually thinks that the Democrats are the worst. We can be reminded of he was a California Republican governor and how little of Republicanism he actually did. We can talk about his problem with Trump, where he was supposedly going. He replaces Trump on The Apprentice, and he said how much better it's going to be. That fails. He hates Trump. We can recall how he says you shouldn't have rights during coronavirus time. And now he's saying the Democrats want to mess up every city in America, Eric. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know if I believe that he believes it, but it is quite. I mean, I think it's pretty obviously true. And let's not forget that he replaced a man named Gray Davis in California who was recalled. So just think about how long this corruption has been happening, right? Like how does a place like California recall their governor? Then they elect the governor who was the last Republican governor of this state. And you fast forward 20 years and Gavin Newsom becomes the governor after destroying San Francisco. And then he faces a recall election, but somehow wins. So, 
this we can sort of connect this to you know Hillary Clinton losing and now that regime that establishment knows that they are not going to let these losses happen anymore right so what happened in 2002 or whatever when Arnold won as a quote unquote Republican they now know we're not going to let that happen again do you if you think for one split second California will ever see somebody who's not 100% on board with the democratic establishment hackery quote unquote leadership, then you're wrong. So, and then you have New York as well. Just let's remember that Andrew Cuomo replaced Elliot Spitzer, who was ousted for hooking up with high end prostitutes, right? So out of all the places, California, New York, the, the most disgusting blue bastions of liberal nonsense have these long histories of quite literally ousting corrupt governors and other corrupt politicians, lieutenant governor under Kathy Hochul, by the way, who was ousted. And we don't, I don't think that this is happening because people are seeing it and they're saying, no, get rid of them. There's probably some infighting going on, right? So Lieutenant Governor Brian Benjamin probably closed the deal that Kathy Hochul wasn't in on, so she had to get rid of him. But my point is now with Arnold here, him saying that the Democrats want to destroy everything, whether he believes it or not, up for debate. But it is true. And we've seen governors in both of these states, California and New York, for the past two decades get recalled and do completely corrupt things. But for whatever reason, whether it's the population that can't connect the dots and they keep electing these people or something far more sinister, that that regime is not going to let themselves be outvoted. But Sorry, I got off track there a little bit. Let's see what our Arnie has to say. <laughs> this is actually a good segment. And, um, you know, it's interesting to me because this is on Rob Lowe's podcast. And I'll bring up one from Dax Shepard's podcast recently, too, after. But he says Lowe told Schwarzenegger that Dreyer, the former congressman from California, said that Republicans stand for in no particular order, strong military, low taxes, less government, more personal freedoms, and then noted he was forgetting one. Schwarzenegger then reminded Lowe that he was missing the ideal for strong law enforcement. Lowe then asked Schwarzenegger, who is former governor of California, what he thinks Democrats stand for. Ruin your cities, he said. That's what the Democrats would say. We're about ruining the cities. We want to F up every city in America. It seems to be the theme right now. When a shocked Lowe asked why there would be, Schwarzenegger replied, I have no idea. I, think I have an knows, idea. I think he knows the, the reason, too. And the reason why I think that he might be telling the truth on this is because Schwarzenegger is from Austria. He's lived the American dream. He has been in all the movies, of course, and he's seen what California can do, even if it has the corruption laden in it. As we talk about, you and I talk about the good old days when it was just money laundering or or whatever it might have been between politicians. He's seen all that, and he sees that probably everybody can get their beak, beak wet along with the American public. And the fact that he no longer sees America as a place where it can be strong, you can you can love America. You can wave a flag. You can go to the movies. Stuff like that is probably. Remember, he grew up grew up in America in the eighties and nineties. So that's probably what he's he wants as well. Like so many other people. Yes, and it's not the, a the racial old, thing. That old style corruption, right? Like give it. Yeah. You know, like you said, you could get your beak wet without destroying everything in your path. But yeah. I wanted to say I spoke with uh, not yesterday, but a. Uh, about a week or so ago in San Francisco. And it's just, it's really sad how, 
you can't you can't ever record the truth. It's very it becomes very difficult to record the truth, right? So if you talk mm-hmm. to people, they will give you the truth. But as soon as even even something as small as an iPhone comes out, then they tense up and and can't say anything. And I get it, especially if you're a cop. But the cop made a very good point that I think we all know. But he was unafraid to say it to me candidly um, that the reason um, San Francisco is in this, the shape, the state that it's in is because if if anybody cleans it up, they don't get to keep asking for money. Very simply, I'm paraphrasing mm-hmm. a little bit there, but he's like, well, he, he started naming off like three, four different like, quote unquote, city programs like city ambassador this and. And, um, you know, community outreach and all this stuff where the, where the political class, the London breeds of the world can constantly be asking for more money because and the money vanishes into thin air. It gets siphoned. It gets filtered through pockets of bureaucrats all over the place. None of it actually goes to help the people, because if it did, then something might actually get fixed and then they wouldn't have any reason to ask for more money. That was a cop. That was a San Francisco police officer saying that. Well, yeah, it's like they spend how much, how many millions every year in California on homelessness, and that doesn't really do anything. Well, the <laughs> I wanted to mention how it's interesting that some of these actors, you know, Rob Lowe has been around for thirty-five years; he's got enough money. Um, Dax Shepard, who's no longer with his extremely left uh, corporate, political-loving wife kirsten bell had this guy who's on queer eye for the straight guy on his show and he made him cry because he didn't just agree with everything he said <laughs> i forgot <clears throat> about this this was like a week or so ago right i this forgot was a couple about weeks this ago yeah let me okay. see the date on this september 23 weeks ago okay um and sh- this guy was calling him <laughs> anti-trans so dax shepherd was saying that um he asked him whether or not the New York Times is a left-wing paper. And Van Ness, this guy, said it's not said it is not because it has questioned sex changes in hormones for children. Therefore, it is anti-trans, so it can't be left-wing. Shepard then insisted the paper simply challenged and asked questions about the issue. Some people are very uncomfortable about teenagers transitioning, Shepard said. Again, this is a guy who punked <clears throat> late 90s, early 2000s, maybe just early 2000s, um, in a couple movies back in the day early 2000s and that was liberal enough for him to be in california and is extremely left as it is that was it liberal enough for him right now he's in his 40s maybe 50s and he's like wait a minute doesn't anybody understand that this is this is not <clears throat> left or this isn't hardcore republican to not want to have teenagers be transitioning how do we know he says how do we know that the person's not going to change their mind then there's another counter argument if they kill themselves going to your argument era where they always say it's life or death if they kill themselves then that's really effing permanent to even question it makes you an enemy i don't think that's the way forward and then this guy who very much sounds like a teenage girl because that's what he wants to be he wants to be able to have this attitude of like a pretty girl who doesn't have to answer any questions i feel like i'm talking to my dad before he shifted to his legitimate concerns about transgender athletes this whole thing eric I feel like I'm talking to my dad. So this isn't an answer. I'm going to shame you for having an opinion that I have equated with somebody who's old and therefore uncool. And he talks about uh, boys playing in girls sports. He was saying 
that it doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter, actually, if boys compete against girls, because 99% of kids who want to play sports aren't going to go to the Olympics. So if you don't have Olympic aspirations, Eric, which is fundamentally a misunderstanding of sports and which sports go into what professional leagues, then why shouldn't you be able to, why shouldn't boys be allowed to dominate girls if most people don't become professional athletes? Because he's extremely, you know, he's, he's a gay man. He's extremely leftist and into pop culture. He doesn't understand how anyone could like sports. So he's saying, what does it matter if boys play girls in sports? And then he said, I could, I could just cry because I'm so like tired of having to like fight for little kids because they just want to be included. I wish that people were as passionate about little kids being able to like be included or grow up as they were about fictitious, fictitious women's fairness in sports. I'm very tired. And then he goes on to. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm tired, too, bro. <laughs> you're we're a misogynist. But um, he does. He didn't want to say last thing. He didn't want to call Dax Shepard uh, transphobic. And he makes a point of saying that. And I think he didn't want to say that is because Dax Shepard is higher on the Hollywood political totem pole that he is. So he knows that if he labels Dak Shepard as transphobic, that's a bad thing. Dak Shepard's going to be like, I'm going to make sure you can never work again. So he made sure to stay clear of that. But he did say he was trans misogynist, which makes no sense. Well, it's just, so I just thought thing. it was, I just thought it was interesting that these, you know, left wing Hollywood guys are saying, no, no, this stuff is too left wing for me now. And it's even even Rob Lowe and Dax Shepard, who are as, you know, liberal Hollywood as you Veterans, can be. Yeah. Vets in the space for last at least <laughs> two decades. But here's the thing. And this proves a point that I've been saying for a very long time. It feels bad to say the same things over and over again. But I'm just realizing that we have to keep doing this and, and get more people to watch the show because even uh, something I said six weeks ago, somebody who's watching today may have not may not have seen. But it's very clear that there are no questions to be asked, obviously. Right. Like just asking the question makes you an enemy. So. Which leads me to the point that once they force you to do this, that's it. That's the big ask. Right. Like I've always said, if we ask. can. If we can convince you that a man is a woman or a man is a Ken doll or whatever this man wants to be today, if we force you to believe that and you do not have the ability to ask questions, then anything else is it's ours for the taking. We have complete control of your brain. So don't open that door without a mask. You're going to die. Go to the doctor and get two shots. I mean, I mean, look, we see Travis Kelsey now. They're literally doing commercials like get two at one time. Ho <laughs> ho. What the hell is wrong with you people? Like, get <laughs> dude is oh, this is so painful to watch. But, <laughs> but people but. know, people <clears throat> do know, and that's why one hand good, other hand bad. Because even though people know, nothing will change, right? I mean, are we gonna look? I don't want to sound extreme, but are we gonna? Are we talking like full like revolutionary type of stuff? Like, dog, this has to stop. The vaccine revolution, revolutionary wars of 2023. Are you familiar with the movie Idle Hands? Mm, it rings a bell as like a monster movie from the 90s or something. Early 2000s, I think, maybe like 99. Guy's hand comes, becomes possessed. He chops it off. Uh, Is it like funny. Seth? Uh, Seth, Seth Green's Green. in it. Yes, Jessica yes, Alba. Yes. The podcast is growing on Patreon, you guys. Every single week we have a bonus podcast on there, as well as previews and extended content 
before anyone else gets to see it, you can help us become Joe Rogan for just measly $10 a month in Canadian Monopoly money. You can help us become a super fan, like the Raptors super fan, who, who is a Sikh guy who somehow affords to show up at every game. Or you can even dish out courtside unauthorized person which you will get untold benefits that we will you know you can give us ideas we will send you messages feet picks um, feet picks are the number one thing that we get requested on a I'm, i was gonna say weekly then i was gonna say hourly by minutely we're getting feet pick requests <laughs> and as you can see more people are joining we appreciate y'all bonus podcast usually goes up every friday or saturday we had a unique guest i'm gonna ask for more just to entice you guys, just to tickle your your nether regions, as they say. Our final story of the night, Eric. <clears throat> and by night, I mean day. Day and night. Kid Cuddy, guy in a dress. You know, um, you know the the, the is the remix the no, is yeah, that yeah. the one you're most familiar with? No, because, I remember the no. Original. Okay, no, the there's the original where it's slow, yeah. but is that the one? that you think was most popular or is there another remix version? Um, it, I, I'm not the right person to ask because way back in those days, I, I really liked Kid Cudi because Kanye yes. West had co-signed him. So I was listening to his music. I didn't really listen to like the DJ remixes or all that other stuff. I was like, I was literally like listening to a member. I don't know if you remember 10 deep, the, like streetwear brand. And they like did a collaboration. No. Or, like they had a, a t-shirt that came with a Kid Cudi CD. That's how long, long ago this was it was the end it was the end of like cds but it, there was a kid cutty cd that came with a t-shirt in like 2009 so well that was a time you know pursuit of happiness music video had the guy from super bad in it That's think about drake drake kid cutty and wale i don't know if you remember wale um they all came out around the same time and i think it's quite clear now that drake has won that race but different story <laughs> Video shows Clayton Commissioner appeared to have five drinks on night she claimed to be drugged. You better get him out of my face, etc., etc. Those are the words caught on body camera video after Clayton County Commissioner was found passed outside a club and later behaved combat- combatively to EMS and ambulance. This investigator started digging after Commissioner Felicia Franklin claimed she was drugged at a bar in Morrow. This is in Georgia, you said? I believe so, yes. Franklin ended up being taken to the hospital via ambulance after her night at the 404 Sports Bar on September 29th. Channel 2 Action News can now show you drink by drink by drink what happened, according to Morrow Police Investigator. Wynn also obtained video of Franklin's interview with Police Sergeant, which gave her side of the story. Parts of the incident were caught on camera. Records show Franklin passed it outside the club after spending a night at the club with a friend, or with friends. An officer summoned to help her help after it appeared franklin hit her head outside the club i don't know what they gave me franklin said on a video obtained from police so this woman who is a what again uh council a city com- council woman oh commissioner yeah, a, a, cor- a, corrupt, have- a, a democrat puppet right like you some i think in chicago they call them like aldermans or there's like an alderman they have so many count- council members they even have um board members in some counties and such which which proves we're living in one of those states that allow sovereign citizens. It's all corporation, Eric. But I digress. Um, so this woman said, who's basically a city councilor, said that she was drugged outside of a club because she was caught getting too drunk and being passed out in an alleyway, essentially. 
Yes, and um, upon further investigation, I believe um, they saw that the credit card was called uh, Franklin for city council or something. So she was very clearly, like unabashedly, using uh, campaign funds to get drunk at the bar. Um, Stewart told Wynn a receipt collected from the 404 Sports Bar indicates Franklin pad the tap. Had the tab paid hey, the, tab a typo, the bar yeah. with a credit card called Committee to Elect Felicia. He suggested a document indicates that she had. I like how the there's bars. two typos in this one sentence. There's so many. Okay. Three of the bars's apostrophe. <laughs> um, that's a home run followed by a capital. Wow, this is. We're gonna have to find out who this is. This is the this. I'm gonna declare this the worst written just from a spelling and grammar standpoint that we've ever read on 135 episodes of the show might be 125 i don't remember right now <laughs> 25, he su- 25 he suggested a document indicates that she had three of the bars that's a home run drinks which police documents indicate contained 40 proof hennessy and grand marnier plus a glass of wine was ordered a nine ounce pour was ordered stewart said describing the bar receipt on video a waitress is seen delivering the first drink of wine to the commissioner then later showed her delivering the first one, then two of the that's a home run drinks to Franklin, as described by the police sergeant. Wow, Eric, this is so poorly written. There's no quotation marks. Then says the first drink, then again oh, the first you, drink. Can you go to the top and, and uh, tell us? It's like some local outlet, I believe. That yeah, MS- it's, always, has... it's always fed in for MSN. MSN and Yahoo only exist because... Oh, WSB Atlanta. So those yeah. are, they're the ones... Re- now, don't get me wrong. Obviously, Yahoo or MSN or whatever probably should have picked a bet. I mean, I'm sure other... By staff, it says. So yeah. we don't even get to know. Probably some... No, AI would do better, I'm sure. AI they write, you write staff usually when, you know, it's somebody behind the scenes who's writing it who doesn't want their name out there or when nobody wants to put on their name on it so that the city councilor doesn't come after them in a situation like this. Is there actually video of this? I think there is some video because I actually watched a, I watched a video of it. Um, but I think the funniest part is, of course, that she used her campaign credit card to buy some of the drinks. Um, and she was allegedly, allegedly, apparently, also on some sort of medication, which is probably what. Now, don't get me wrong. Five drinks is a lot of drinks, right? Like when, when you, you the number five, it doesn't seem like that much. But when you're talking about alcoholic beverages for a lady that's probably 50 years old, like, I mean, that's a lot, bro. Like some Long Island iced tea type of like hardcore mixed drinks with Hennessy and Grand Marnier, yeah. which is going to make it taste like candy, but I'm trying to find the video. I can't find it. Let me try putting this into YouTube. If you're a uh, budding writer out there, you guys, or you're just looking for more information, 99% of the local outlets put their exact article titles on YouTube for when they cover it on a local broadcast, if you're unaware of such a thing. So you can usually find a YouTube video or story of the same name of their segment on the yeah and we've done it we've done it in real time we've proved me right this is only the 703rd time i've been proven right in real time on this show 
if we can get past a and don't Nintendo spend Switch another ad. dime on Amazon until you watch. Good evening, everyone. I'm Linda Stouffer. Police are now questioning a local county commissioner's story after she claimed someone spiked her drink at a bar. <laughs> New at 6, Channel 2 investigative reporter Mark Winnie is live in Moro. And Mark, police told you they have not found any evidence that anyone targeted the commissioner, Felicia Franklin, with GHB. GHB? She's going back to 05. show you drink by drink by drink <laughs> by drink on video what happened according to a Murrow police investigator and we can bring wait can you pause it really quick I, I think okay I, I like this I I don't know this guy from a ham sandwich I've never watched this station before I did see a bit of this clip though and I just love the way this guy he seems to have it out for her almost like yeah. he's like we can show you drink by drink by drink buy drink that she's lying that's basically what he's saying here and a kudos to this guy and i don't i know nothing about him he might be a stone cold fake news weirdo lefty but this one is pretty funny in my opinion that's it look at that park behind him i'm used to that around where i live five feet from the curb franklin side because we've got video of her interview with that police sergeant get him up my face you gotta get him out my face oh you after reviewing all these hours of video and body cam video, there is no evidence to support the claim of Miss Franklin having something put in her drink from the body cam in the video uh, at 44 Sports Bar and Greer. This is Clayton County Commissioner Felicia Franklin. That is correct. The Clayton County Commissioner. That is correct. Cameras and her claim suggesting she may have been drugged. Morrow Police Sergeant Scott Stewart says he reviewed hours of police body cam video and security video from inside the 404 Sports Bar and Grill to determine what caused Clayton County Commissioner Felicia Franklin to pass out outside the club and later behave combatively in a Morrow Fire EMS ambulance after an officer summoned help. This guy is a great play-by-play -play announcer. This is basically going as per any of the body cam footage YouTube channels. Just a woman who's probably not committed a crime, just too drunk, should go home, and then she gets apprehended. She's like, get out of my face! <laughs> oh, no, uh, did we take it too far? Oh, no. Oh, no. Good evening, everyone. I'm Linda Stone. We'll get it. We'll get it back. But I, I wonder I'm, I'm really enjoying how much money video. people how much money people make off of these... Um, we can get around this YouTube. We're just going to get it at the exact time we want it. I was 17 <laughs> years old when I took over my family's small farm. No, you weren't. Today, we... That sounds like a lie. At 4-4 Sports Bar and Greer. This is Clayton County Commissioner Felicia Frank. That is correct. The Clayton County Commissioner. The cameras. And the commissioner, the cameras, and she was wasted at Scott club. Stewart says he reviewed hours of police body cam video and security video from inside the 404 Sports Bar and Grill to determine what caused Clayton County Commissioner Felicia Franklin to pass out outside the club <laughs> and later behave combatively in a Morrow Fire EMS ambulance after an officer summoned help because she may have hit her head outside 404 the night of September 29th. She's been on medication for two weeks. A moral police document says, quote, there is no evidence to support the claim of Ms. Franklin having something put in her drink. This is obtained from video at 404 Sports Bar and Grill, unquote. We are pending a, a subpoena for 
uh, blood to see if blood work was done at uh, the hospital when she went. They didn't draw blood for whatever reason. Commissioner Franklin has told us her doctor says her behavior and symptoms were consistent with someone having drugged her with DHB, wow. commonly known as a date rape drug. And in fairness, one video shows... I don't know what they gave. Are you okay? No, What's... I'm not. I don't know what they Where's gave your me. Sergeant Stewart said a receipt collected from 404 Sports Bar and Grill indicates Commissioner Franklin paid the tab with a credit card called Committed to Elect Felicia. He suggested a document indicates she had three of the That's Home Run drinks. A police document indicates it contains 40-proof Hennessy and Grand Marnier. Plus... A uh, glass of wine was ordered. A, a, a nine-ounce pour was ordered. The waitress here is delivering the uh, first drink of wine to uh, Commissioner Franklin that she ordered. This is the first home-run drink that Miss uh, Franklin ordered after the wine. That would be the second home run that was ordered by Miss <laughs> Franklin. That's the part where she left the drink at the table. Nobody <laughs> at that table as well. So that's the uh, home-run drink delivered by the uh, waitress there. We believe it's her fourth drink. Fourth drink, your evidence indicates Ordered and received. He's standing behind the desk yelling at this cop for his report. All right, I think we've seen enough. So she drank three big drinks and a glass of wine, was too drunk, allegedly, falls into the alleyway, hits her head, cops come, paramedics come. Unless, Unless the bartender wanted to get sued, lose their job, and possibly go to jail because they hated this city councilor so much that they were going to drug him, her, then she just got wasted and got embarrassed. And then I was waiting for the fact, I was I was thinking, maybe she was just, that's something she said while she was drunk. You know, you're wasted, you say, they drugged me, whatever. But then to go say, her, my doctor says it was GHB, to double down on this is just insane, because I think she's committing, she might be committing a crime by using the city credit card or a campaign fund. I guarantee you that's going to cause some problems for using campaign funding to get wasted. Yeah. What is your, what is your complex take on this? No, well, it's it's just, it's par for the course for these corrupt political establishment hacks, right? Like you go, you use a campaign credit card, you get hammered, wasted. Then you get mad when the cops show up and, and literally immediately point the finger at somebody else as if somebody was trying to, Really, bro? There was there was a a fifty year old man there who really wanted to take advantage of the city councilwoman or whatever. Give us a break, dog. And I don't understand how claiming that was the case would eliminate you from the crimes that you committed. So yeah, you're just gonna make you're gonna create another crime so you don't look quite as bad if that were true, but you still use the campaign credit card to buy the drinks. Right. So the I'm not I'm not you know, don't take this the wrong way. But even if, even if what she was saying is, was true, would that eliminate the crime that she committed or the the, the malfeasance, the uh, dishonest use of that credit card? I mean, that would still be true. Am I right? Yeah. If if that's indeed against the law to use what appeared to be campaign funds, judging by the name, even though it's very difficult to read from that poorly written article. If that's what happened, I think that would be against the law. I don't think you're allowed to use campaign funds for anything other than funding or campaigns. But are you allowed to say that, you know, a a night out with my team is proper use of campaign funds? I don't know. I think it's the standard 
I am embarrassed about being drunk and I will not admit that I just got wasted and ended up in an alleyway. It's also kind of funny how the, the tape that they show there is like first drink. She's sitting down having a glass of wine, like a civilized yeah. person. By the third drink, she's like dancing. On the she's like, it's yeah. just like, part then, of the oh, what did they do to me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. It's like, what do oh, you, you drug me? What do you like? Or what are you 19 years old? Like, this is something that I feel like, would happen to a college girl. It happened to a friend of a friend of mine. No, it happened to a friend of mine who, in when I was in the army, I will not say his name. I can say his name. It was Kyle. It was his first name. There was a few Kyles. And uh, we're all looking for Kyle. Nobody Shout knows where Kyle. he is. I'm sure he's watching. He, he, nobody knows where he is. It's not even very late. And everybody, everybody says, you know what? We've been looking for him for like an hour. He's a big guy. He's a muscular guy, too. He's a big boy. He he probably just went home or he's with a girl or something. He probably did something on his own. He, he'll be fine. One guy says, you know what? I'm just going to go look for him one more time. He finds him. Now, I didn't see him find him, but he found him in an alleyway, sleeping on a pile of garbage, using a discarded, disgusting blanket to cover himself <laughs> so it does happen people do end up in alleyways and i was told reportedly what he said was that blanket was warm okay. even though it was a garbage pile blanket you can hear the the racing a boat going by it sounds like well that's gross but um people in san francisco live in alleyways on purpose they love it there so each their own shout out to street pooers <clears throat> they're in every city up and coming pooing in the streets patreon.com slash uopod uopod.com and anywhere else you can find us thank you for spotify google and apple listeners thank you for everybody on rumble we love rumble we encourage you to stick with rumble as they have stuck with russell brand unlike other platforms buy eric's book new york city 2020 it only gets better with age i have one over here Gonna have to have it a part of my new set coming soon. And shout out to the people, the six or seven people who drive their boats down the street every night. Shout out to the police for not ever ticketing them. I'm not pro traffic tickets, but the people are going 100 down the street every single night with their fart cannons, if you will. Sounds like boats, sounds like sea dews, sounds like a lot of stuff. Eric, final words, final thought. Oh, just buy the book, bro. New York City 2020 by Eric Butler. It's on Amazon.com. Looks like it's getting a lot of interest. The price may have jumped up a little bit, so buy it right now before it jumps again. <laughs> That's the promo if I've ever heard one. Buy it now or we'll increase the price. Turn it up, Jordan.